Welcome back to another episode of FDA Insight. I'm Dr. Anand Shah, the Deputy Commissioner for Medical and Scientific Affairs here at the FDA. Thank you so much for joining us for another great episode. This week, we'll be discussing FDA advanced manufacturing efforts, which is a topic of great public health concern. The FDA has partnered with other government agencies and industry to help innovation and implementation of advanced manufacturing technologies regarding food and drug safety. My guest today is Dr. Jeffrey Baker, the Deputy Director of the FDA's Office of Biotechnology Products in the Center for Drug Evaluation and Research. Dr. Baker is the FDA's liaison to the Advanced Manufacturing National Program Office at NIST, where he engages with biopharmaceutical manufacturing stakeholders to advance the National Strategic Plan for Manufacturing in the United States. Dr. Baker, welcome to FDA Insight. Thank you for having me. Well, let's jump right in. What is advanced manufacturing? Well, that's a great place to start. The, the President's Council of Advisors on Science and Technology uh, identifies advanced manufacturing as a family of activities that depends on the use of coordinated information and automation, computation, software sensing, networking, and, and makes use of cutting-edge materials and emerging capabilities uh, enabled by the physical and biological sciences. So, for instance, in areas of nanotechnology, chemistry, and biology. So advanced manufacturing is a term to describe capabilities that use new technology to assure highly efficient and reproducible outcomes in manufacturing. It's not a list of equipment or assays, but a way of using 21st century technology to give us the outcomes we all want. So key areas of development in advanced manufacturing are process intensification, and examples would be continuous manufacturing, or advanced online analytics, uh, and perhaps deployment of artificial intelligence and machine learning, uh, emerging tools in clinical development and assessment uh, in commercial and in commercial manufacturing. You know, there's also a robust discussion underway in the community about such topics as uh, advanced manufacturing and distributed manufacturing, or adaptive risk management. Is the FDA using advanced manufacturing, or is the agency directly involved with the technology? Oh, the FDA strongly supports advanced pharmaceutical and biopharmaceutical manufacturing. Uh, 20 years ago, the Strategic Plan for Advancing the Regulatory Sciences identified support for new approaches to improve product manufacturing and quality as a priority. And the agency has provided both intramural and extramural research funding to advance the manufacturing sciences in these areas ever since. Uh, the FDA laboratories are very active in manufacturing research in order to assure that our reviewers are current and make data-driven decisions based upon, again, current science. The FDA partners with manufacturing innovation institutes, such as America Makes, which is focused on additive manufacturing and 3D printing, Biofab, which is focused on regenerative medicine, and the National Institute for Innovation in the Manufacture of Biopharmaceuticals, or NIMBLE. These are public-private partnerships that are all part of the Manufacturing USA network, and they bring together thought leaders from industry, government, and academia to encourage and enable domestic manufacturing through the deployment of advanced manufacturing technologies. Now, there's sometimes perception that regulatory hurdles inhibit the deployment of advanced technologies in pharmaceutical and biopharmaceutical manufacturing. 
Five years ago, CEDAR, the Center for Drugs, launched the Emerging Technologies Program to help facilitate deployment of advanced manufacturing. More recently, CBER launched the CAT, or the CBER Advanced Technologies Team, which is all uh, charged with assuring risk-based, patient-centered review of new technologies. Now, FDA can only review what's submitted, but we can encourage the industry to submit their ideas to the FDA for review. We really want companies to know that new is not a regulatory hurdle. Dr. Baker, regarding products that fall under FDA regulation, what is the agency's role in advanced manufacturing? Well, I think that we're taking many steps to help realize the potential advanced manufacturing. Uh, this includes issuing guidance on emerging technologies and working with medical product sponsors to clarify regulatory and data requirements necessary to support product applications uh, which use advanced manufacturing technology. Uh, we review and approve medical products that are made with continuous manufacturing, for instance. Uh, advanced regulatory science uh, proactively addresses regulatory challenges presented by these manufacturing technologies. Why is advanced manufacturing important to public health emergency preparedness and response? Well, first and foremost, advanced manufacturing is about understanding the science engineering behind manufacturing processes using all data available to assure the outcomes we want. The greater this understanding, the more informed decisions we can make about what's a big deal and what's a little deal, and the more agilely we can move. Process intensification profoundly enables rapid, flexible responses to emerging healthcare needs. Prospective risk assessments of supply chain and operations build resilience into the healthcare system and make room for shifting priorities in a patient-centered way. You know, advanced manufacturing is about using modern data gathering and analysis to map your process. What can happen, what should happen, how you can make it more efficient and robust. And we all know that it's important to make your map before you're on the road. A map doesn't tell you where you will or won't go, but it helps you make really good decisions, informed decisions, about where you can and can't go quickly and easily. This is particularly important in manufacturing biologics. The reason we go to living cells at all to make these medicines is because we as chemists don't stand a chance of synthesizing the complex molecules. Our science is good, but nature's synthetic machinery is in another class altogether. Advanced manufacturing technologies let us characterize these engineered biologies at the molecular level and assure control of both product and processing. Dr. Baker, let's talk a bit about medical products. Can advanced manufacturing technologies be used to produce all drugs, including vaccines? And how about medical devices? Oh, absolutely. As we said, advanced manufacturing you know, is about taking advantage of an emerging set of tools to synthesize, analyze, assess, distribute, and deliver healthcare solutions. One of the reasons that FDA is such a supporter of advanced manufacturing principles is that they're the most fungible of assets. We want to have the best 21st century toolbox we can to make the medicines we need, but also be there for the medicines we haven't even thought of yet. Let's rewind a bit to public health emergency preparedness. How can advanced manufacturing technology support COVID-19 and other pandemic preparedness? Well, a good example is FDA working in partnership with the NIH, the Veteran Administration, and America Makes to support non-traditional manufacturing approaches, such as 3D printing, to address device shortages, including PPE, personal protective equipment. 
Through this partnership, 3D printable designs for COVID response are given clinical assessment by the VA, and then the NIH posts them on the 3D print exchange. FDA has, among other things, provide information on labeling and testing for face shields and face masks. Another example is the rapid development and assessment of therapies for patients suffering from COVID infections, and of course, vaccines to prevent them. Another area that doesn't get much attention sometimes is using advanced manufacturing analytics to maintain the supply of, quite frankly, a vast array of medicines that patients need during the pandemic and protecting the public from counterfeit and misrepresented products. If we do advanced manufacturing well, it's data-driven, risk-based, and patient-centered. And these capabilities keep us ready for what might come next. This is such an exciting area of science. Do you have any parting thoughts, Dr. Baker, regarding advanced manufacturing? Well, you know, the, the United States remains an innovation engine. But sometimes it seems the clutch coupling that engine to the drives of U.S. manufacturing is, is a bit broken. Uh, 21st century science seems to be fully deployed and on the march for new apps, new products, new therapies, new devices. But the manufacturing capabilities to make these products uses 10, 20, 30-year-old methodologies and control strategies. If the same innovation and enthusiasm that goes into rapidly finding healthcare solutions and getting them approved for launch were put into the manufacture of these medicines, I think there'd be a positive, disruptive change in the robustness, cost, and efficiency of these processes. As long as manufacturing is viewed as a cost center, companies, of course, will try to minimize cost and minimize risk and minimize change. I think our challenge is to present manufacturing as a value center and to not so much minimize costs, but optimize that value. I believe in the value of reliable and agile drug supply chains. And I believe fervently that using antiquated manufacturing approaches and control concepts, having a commitment to sort of a, this is how we've always done it approach, prevents us from realizing the value to society of innovations in these healthcare solutions. With that, Dr. Baker, it's time to wrap up this episode. I want to sincerely thank you for taking the time to join us this week on FDA Insight. Well, thanks for having me. In the weeks ahead, we'll be covering a variety of topics that are important to public health. As always, we'll be providing you insight in plain language to help you understand the products that we regulate, the issues that we face, and the processes that we follow. We hope you enjoyed this episode of FDA Insight. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and Pandora. Thanks for listening, and I wish everyone a great start to the new year.